your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Hey, everybody. So this one is from Lisa, and it says... Oh, so it's about a horse that basically just doesn't lead very good and pulls back. She says, uh, so my guy lets me put a paw, uh, put a halter on him, but he will not lead more than 10 feet before he freaks out and pulls back. What can I do to help him overcome this fear? I really need help so I can get further with his training. All right, so this one is kind of a little more of a concept, but think about this. Uh, lead him lead him nine feet and then just before he gets the idea to go weird on you just make a direct for example make a direct turn to the right and that's going to get him to say oh what's going on here oh i'm turning okay so you see how you just kind of stepped in and did like a mental intervention and changed the mental thought process from being something that was going to happen in his brain that was not very useful and you you got there before it actually happened and had him change his mind i did this exact same thing once with this horse that would just like start bucking just what seemed to be out of nowhere and then i finally realized that the horse would flick its ear before it would start bucking so after that (laughs) Every time it would flick its ear, I would just ask it to turn or go into a trot or back up or stop or whatever. And after doing that, excuse me, after doing that like three or four different times consistently, that horse uh, never bucked again. So it's sometimes it can be very intricate little things to look for. But anyways, uh I would, another thing I would experiment with is I would put the horse in some kind of a corral or a pen and have your rope be two feet longer than the, the entire diameter of the pen. That way, if the horse kind of goes weird and takes off, they can only run, you know, 10 feet away from you and you can keep the rope kind of in your hand although you might have to loosen your grip and let it slide a little if they kind of go weird. But then you can just immediately kind of act like it never happened and start leading them around again. Uh, another thing you could do in this same pen is just have a, have a, actually, no, you could, you could still have the same really long lead. What you could do is be leading the horse around and lead it all the way up to 10 feet. And then when it went weird, just allow the rope to slide through your hand. Make sure all of this excess rope is not coiled, wrapped around your hand in any way, because that's bad. Just let all of the excess slack hang and drag along on the ground. That's the best place for it. Anyways, then when the horse goes weird and is like, oh, I'm going to go over here and, you know, be away. Just kind of let them, and then when, you know, right as they get over there, 
<clears throat> right as they get over there up against the, the wall of the pen or whatever, then just put them to work. Just make them lunge around there for, you know, a good four or five minutes at, you know, either a fast trot or a lope. Maybe throw in several direction changes. Basically just make it kind of hard work. So pretty quick that horse is going to say, man, I really like being right here with this human and following this human around. And see, it's not that he can't. You're, it's, you're not making it to where he can't make the wrong decision. You're, you're at, if anything, you're actually kind of wanting him to so you can get him very certain that that is not what he really wants to do. Uh, so you could get that working a little bit. Uh, now this part here, I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and mention it. And this, if it's not really bad, this can be a very simple thing to where the horse just says, Oh, okay, well that's not working anymore. I guess I'll stop doing that. Uh, and I have to be sure how I say this so we don't get anybody tangled up in a rope and drug around the pen. <laughs> Some of you may know what they refer to as a hip lock. And it is in no way, shape, fashion, or form wrapping the rope around your hip or body in any way. It's only kind of sort of wrapping it around. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's where you put the rope kind of low on your hip and you just sort of wrap it around your hip to about like your tailbone. And it just, the rope being lower like that, if the horse goes weird... You can kind of bend your knees and sit down with your hip kind of into, against, and on that rope. And you can you can turn yourself into a lot more of an anchor than you would think you would ever be able to by doing that hip lock and bending your knees and leaning against it a little bit. And uh, sometimes the horse just needs to basically hit the end of an unyielding rope and have it not give way and he simply says oh okay well i guess i need to start looking for other things to do besides that because that really did nothing for me now now that we've kind kind of gone over some things you might do let's talk about kind of the deeper route because it's just as important this is going to sound like a broken record but once you get good enough at your communication, your horse's understanding will increase. Therefore, his confidence will increase. Therefore, the need for his self-preservation to make him do crazy, weird horse things will go away. And he will not feel the need to do that kind of stuff anymore. So increasing the, hum the human getting better at their timing and the amounts of pressures and stuff and their consistency that makes the horse have a more clear understanding when the horse has a more clear understanding he gets more sure about all of these things just everything in in anything to do with interacting with a human in general he gets more sure another word for sureness is confidence and the opposite of being scared is being confident see there so that's kind of the process that we basically kind of recap on with any time it comes to asking how to fix horse problems. Uh, and for those of you that haven't heard, a common example of what we're talking about 
is let's take a horse that's buddy sour. Okay, well, the reason he's wanting to get over there by the buddy is because he's not feeling comfortable or secure or safe in some kind of way when it's just him and the human. So those instincts are saying, hey, you're not okay here. You need to get over here by this other horse so you'll be okay. So the horse tries to oblige those instincts. Okay, well, as the human gets better at communicating and giving the horse confidence, and it sounds a little cliche, but you make it to where you become the buddy. You can give the horse the same sense of security that the buddy can, right? You know, safety in numbers, herd instincts, all that. Well, when the human gets good at communicating, you learn, you, you without even trying, you start satisfying that need for self-preservation in the horse. Therefore, he does not have the need to be buddy sour anymore because he realizes he's perfectly fine right there underneath you. So that's a kind of a pretty good example in my opinion of how the confidence leads to uh problem solving you know it basically all goes back to the confidence uh and let's just throw this in there because some of you guys may know about this some of you might not but have you ever been leading a horse and then they just kind of suddenly stop well if you uh if right when that happens if you just immediately walk 90 degrees off to your left or your right to where you're basically bending their head around to let's just say the left and you get their head bent around as you walk away from them at a 90 degree and then you just kind of pull it sort of pulls them off balance in their front feet a little bit and it will make them unlock their feet it's called untracking the feet and that's actually what you do when a horse locks up to teach them to lead really well so just random tidbit, and you might could apply some of that to this same horse that we were talking about here in the podcast. Okay, I think that just about covers it. You guys have a good, well, depending on when you're listening to this, have a good night or day or morning or afternoon or evening, and we will see you next time. Hope you enjoyed it. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real. Simple. Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends.